Hello, you're listening to the podcast. This is Coffee and Books. My name is Scott. Hope all of you are doing well. We're going to be talking today about a horror-themed novel, Carrie, by Stephen King. For those of you who don't know, Stephen King is awesome. You should definitely check him out. Um, I don't typically read horror novels. I want to state that now. This was the idea for October. I wanted to theme it around a holiday here in the U.S., Halloween. Um, for those of you who like spooky books and spooky subjects, Stephen King is definitely your guy. He's been around for a very, very long time. Um, so many of his works have been turned into popular movies like It and Misery and The Shining, which we're going to actually talk about later. Uh, but Carrie, I have not read the book before this. I had only gone by what I had heard about before, which is that maybe this was a book I should check out. Also, side note, this was part of a three-volume book series you can get at Barnes & Noble and Leatherbound Book. Um, this particular book uh, was $25, and it had Carrie, The Shining, and Sam's Lot put together in a massive book volume. So I can read those now anytime I want. And I just wanted to point that out there that this does exist. Barnes & Noble classic books are awesome. Definitely check them out if you haven't already. They're definitely keepers. Okay, so where, are we? where were we? Stephen King and Carrie. Carrie is a story of a coming-of-age novel where a young woman discovers that she has telepathic powers. She decides to use these powers for revenge after the student population bullies her mercilessly for years. So let's talk about Carrie and what I like about it and what I don't like about it. Carrie, an essential plot spoiler summary here we're going to go over, is the story of a young girl who has her period for the first time when she's in high school, which is a little bit later than normal. Um, of course, she is immediately made fun of by the other girls because she doesn't know what's happening to her. You see, Carrie is from a very religious and devout background and family, so she had no idea what it meant. She's raised by her mother primarily. Her father is deceased. We do not know what happened to him at that point in the story, and she is just trying to blend in and have a normal life. So, of course, Carrie goes to school the next day after this incident occurs, and she is again made fun of by other fellow female classmates. Um... Of course, this is around the graduation point in high school, and many students are deciding to go to prom for the first time. Uh, one of the fellow female boys decides and gets the idea that she should ask her boyfriend as a joke to ask out Carrie to prom. Uh, to her surprise, the boyfriend agrees to this, and Carrie, once asked out by this popular kid, decides that she likes him and decides to go out with him. So, as a result, she thinks that she's going to have a normal date and have a normal life. Uh, but again, much to the female bully's displeasure, Carrie seems to be happy, so they take it into their own hands to decide to do something mean and cruel to Carrie on prom night. They're going to make her have a very bad time. One of his fellow bullies gets the idea that they're going to elect Carrie as the prom king and queen with this new guy, and they're going to dump a picket of pig's blood on her and ruin her outfit at prom and create the ultimate humiliation. Of course, we learn very quickly in this series about how things escalate and why bullying is bad. Many of the characters are only thinking about themselves. They're often high school students. Um, this was 1970s America, so very different America then versus today. So we have to remember we're judging something by something being 50 years old. Um, so when I think about what these teenagers were doing for joy rides back then and what they wanted to do, I have to look at it from a different perspective. Um, now... What did I like about it is that, of course, on the plot line in the story, uh, these fellow boys get together and decide that they're going to slit these pigs' throat from a fellow farm in Maine, which is where the story takes place. They're going to collect pig's blood, ice it down, make it cold, and they're going to dump it after 
they stuffed the ballot box for Carrie to be prom king and queen. Of course, Carrie immediately gets a bad feeling when she finds out that she is going to be on the ballot for being elected king and queen. Um, you know, but during this whole time period, while all this prom stuff is leading up, Carrie is discovering herself her true identity and what it means to have supernatural powers. So, uh, of course, she's practicing it solely on her own. Uh, she's testing her abilities. She begins to recall memories from when she was a child and when bad incidents happened to her, like her mother attacking her when she was a kid. Um, and how she made stones rain down on her house, which is crazy, but again, something that comes from her telepathic abilities. Um, and we begin to see her test these abilities so that she can become very strong. Her mother, of course, then just finds out and discovers this and tries to punish Carrie by making her locked in a closet and trying to starve her. Um, she thinks that Carrie basically is the devil herself, uh, which, you know, honestly is a pretty good example here, which we'll see shortly. Okay, so what happens in the story? The day comes, Carrie actually ends up surprising everyone by being beautiful, gorgeous, drop-dead. The guy that she's with ends up liking her, uh, much to everyone's surprise. And, of course, Carrie is considered now, all of a sudden, her social status is rising and becoming more and more popular. So, she goes in, she gets elected, prom king and queen. Of course, the bucket of blood does fall on them that they rig. Uh, what is unknown to her and the other students is that the bucket of blood actually falls on the gentleman next to her, the boyfriend, who gets, of course, is killed instantly when the pale bucket of blood kills him, um, you know, by falling and dropping on his head. Uh, Carrie, meanwhile, is humiliated, scared, covered in blood, cannot see, slips and falls, and instantly gets enraged at the whole situation, so she decides she's going to get her revenge after all the students start laughing at her. Of course, Carrie then uses her telepathic abilities to shut all the fire doors and exits in the school, and, you know, and of course, this is taking place in a gymnasium. And then, of course, she sets off the sprinkler alarms, which rain down on the electrical equipment, which cause a massive electrical current shock to go through the school, killing students, causing fires. Uh, basically, Carrie starts murdering people. Uh, much to everyone's surprise. Um, of course, a few students do manage to escape and get out to tell the story. Uh, then Carrie decides that she's going to attack the rest of the town, causes the town that she's in to basically self-destruct and get, catch on fire. Uh, she removes fire hydrants. Um, she removes other things so that the police and ambulances cannot help but her people. Um, we basically get witness testimony throughout the book series of survivors, which is basically how the book is written. Um, it was written by people giving survival testimony in court as to what happened, why many hundreds of these students perished in a fire, that it wasn't the fault of any one person but Carrie. Um, and then, of course, we learn about the fate of Carrie. Um, so the story goes that Carrie, on her rampage, decides to go home. Her mother tells her and chastises her that she was, you know, wrong to do such things, of course. But Carrie is angry and upset with her mom for trying to control her for all those years, and they get into an argument and fight. The mom tries to kill her using a knife, um, which Carrie uh, then, even though she is stabbed immediately, decides to kill her mom. And then, of course, she has immediate regret for doing so, and decides that she's going to wander aimlessly um, in the woods, and of course runs across a classmate who had, you know, tracked her down to see what was happening. And then, of course, last but not least, she decides to die um, in the arms of the sitter person, and basically asks, you know, for forgiveness for killing all these innocent people. So, what just happened? 
I know it's a lot to kind of take in. Well, Carrie is a summary of a revenge story, which is very popular in Stephen King's novels. Uh, characters who are mistreated often decide to become the villains themselves for various reasons. Uh, Carrie is no different. Um, in particular, Carrie is a character who we see who's struggling with her own identity and then uses that revenge and hatred she has for the fellow students and classmates to fuel her powers, which just, she loses control and she just decides to kill everyone. Um, and of course, many of those students did not make fun of her, uh, which is kind of the point of the series is that although Carrie, you know, had a right to be angry for being bullied and disturbed, she did not have the right to go and kill all those innocent people, which they make a very good point to say it's not a good idea to do that. And, of course, last but not least, they do talk about how basically it did not end up well for Carrie in the long run, and Carrie was just a victim herself of society in general. And basically this book is a commentary on society at large and bullying. So let's talk about bullying today. Uh, bullying is a very... Uh, big problem in school systems across the country. Um, it's especially prominent here in the United States as well as I'm sure in other places as well across the world. But the reason why bullying in this series is so important is because more than ever today we want to talk about um, you know things that are going on in the world and how it's relevant today. This book was written at a time before active shooters and at a time before that was really the mainstream knowledge. So I think, you know, it was, in hindsight, a poor decision to base it off of revenge. Um, however, again, we're judging it based on things that are happening in the 20th century and 21st century, and not when this book was written 50 years ago. So my opinion of this book is that it's good. Um, it was very surprising, um, you know, how far Carrie is willing to go to get her revenge. Um, I liked it. I did not think that it would make a good book. Um, I was kind of like, well, I'm already reading it for The Shining and Salem's Lot, so I'm going to see what happens and hope that this is a good book series. Uh, but my favorite scene in the whole book series, of course, is, you know, like Carrie, of course, getting covered with the pig's blood, which is a very famous scene, of course, in the movie as well. Um, it is very disturbing. Um, again, this is a mature-themed novel and a mature-themed horror book where basically, again, Carrie is supernatural. Um, and I just want to point out that many of the influences on this book and this writer, um, you know, by today's standards are very different than were back in the day. So we have to remember such things. Okay, so what did I give this? I gave this book a three out of five. Why? Um, again, because the message is kind of mixed, and I think that some people could take this book the wrong way. Some people could take this book as something that you know, like, revenge is good, and, you know, Carrie got the revenge she wanted, and, you know, she was happy and at peace at the end, but I don't think she is happy and at peace. I think she's just living her life, and, you know, when those incidents occurred, it ruined her life, and, you know, she ruined many other people's lives as well, and I think the point of the story really should be that ruining someone else's life you know, you know, like if you get revenge, it's not going to make your life any better. It's just going to make it just as bad for you too. And that's the, I think that should be the moral of the story that revenge doesn't do any good and that revenge is just going to make everyone sad and everyone upset. And anyway, that's my opinion of the story. I don't think it is up to today's standards of politics and how it should go down. Uh, and like I said, Carrie, good horror theme book, but not my favorite.
we'll see about the next one. Salem's Lot. But I just wanted to leave you with that message that Carrie is a mediocre slash good book. Um, and if you like other horror-themed novels, if you're really into Stephen King or you're really into supernatural books and series, right now, this might be the book for you. It was a very quick read. It was only 200-something pages. So it basically gets right down to the nitty-gritty very quickly. And, uh, yeah, I think you would like it if you are into that type of dark, you know, stuff. But me, I think I need something a little bit lighter soon. So, anyway, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope all of you had a good time. Uh, Please remember, if you want to share this podcast, please feel free to do so with a fellow friend. Uh, Remember, this is a book series that is uh, ongoing. So, there are going to be two other books that are semi-connected to this book that came out in order uh, by Stephen King. The next one is Salem's Lot, followed by The Shining, his most popular works, which we'll get into. Uh, so please look out for those. And, uh, anyway, if you're listening, please enjoy and have a great rest of your day.